Well, hello and welcome to Virtual Team Dynamics, the Ulfire podcast. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder and principal consultant here at Ulfire. At Ulfire, we specialise in helping you get the most from your virtual teams through understanding how your team members communicate and interact. This is episode number 41 and today we're going to be talking about the emotions of getting things done and specifically about trust, respect and fear and the parts that each of those three play within virtual teams and within co-located teams. So as with all of our podcasts, there's an accompanying blog article on the Old Fire website, so please do check it out for additional information. While you're there, sign up for our regular newsletter, find out a bit more about how we may be able to help you with your business. So this week we thought we would talk a little bit about the roles that three of the principal emotions that feature in business, the roles that these three play in how you're able to achieve things, how you're able to achieve things for the long term and what happens in the short term with some of these. So the three emotions we're going to talk about are trust, respect and fear. And um, as you can obviously tell from from the three words, they sit at three different points along a continuum with trust very very much at one end fear very much at the other and somewhere in the middle probably more toward the trust end would sit respect so trust in business relationships is sort of the first area we wanted to talk about now trust really it's not something that you hear talked about a great deal in business it's something that people like to think gets discussed but in reality trust is not necessarily something that features very highly in a lot of organizations many organizations the whole ethos of the business is built around in some ways around distrust contracts are written to protect one party or another and they're written so that blame can be assigned if something goes wrong those contracts are both for employee employer and also for contractor subcontractor and contractor supplier type relationships essentially everything is set up on the assumption that the other party cannot be trusted so it's little surprise really that when you actually get into the workforce a similar situation can become very pervasive it can become quite common for for employees to feel that their managers don't trust them And equally, it can be very common for managers just to feel a level of distrust for their employees. Managers often are are trained and coached to expect that their employees will will try and find ways to to slack off at work, to not take their job seriously, to, um, to to do a bit of coasting when they get the chance to try and rot things, and um, you know even down to silly little things like pinching bits of stationery and so forth. There's a general expectation from many managers that their personnel can't always be trusted. But if that trust could be there, if that trust could be established, and that the base point and the starting point for a lot of business relationships was to trust the other person, to assign them a level of trust, and then to 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 
start from a point of trust and then as long as they maintain that trust and don't do anything to damage it to let that trust be um be be established and to be part of the way the business operates sadly though most businesses start out from a point of distrust and then expect that the other party will do something to demonstrate that they can be trusted and that isn't always the case because the suspicion is always sitting there waiting to leap out and um, and trip people up so trust very very much is something that you need to try and find you need to have a level of trust particularly when you're working in virtual teams you've got to have trust by distance you've got to be able to trust the people the people who are working for you and with you in other locations that they are doing that you are doing the right work for them and that they're doing the right work for you that you're both going to deliver on time or at least make sure there are no surprises now if you can't have trust the next best thing would be to have respect to have respect in a business relationship and have respect in a peer-to-peer relationship now in the business relationship again even there respect can be a hard thing to uh, to maintain organizations again they'll have contracts that are written that 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 start out from a point of distrust there may be a certain level of respect. A client may have a certain level of respect for the capability of a particular contractor or a company to do work for them. But again, they often will 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 demonstrate that they don't really trust or respect that person or that business's capability to do the work in some of the ways that they would imply and apply quality assurance and vigilance checks and so forth. Similarly, when a business is employing people to to do work for them, they'll often go to great, great lengths to find someone who has just the right skills they need. Then as soon as they hire them, they'll treat them like an idiot. This is a very, very common, sadly, an all too common situation in businesses where people, people are hired for their skills, but as soon as they've been hired, all of that skill that they bring with them tends to get forgotten and they get treated like a commodity and they get they get treated like they don't know half of the things that they need to do um, again that level of respect just isn't there but it should be there if you're hiring someone to do a piece of work for you you really do need to trust firstly that you've hired the right person and secondly that having hired that person they're going to do the work for you in an appropriate way on a similar vein the peer-to-peer respect in the workplace is absolutely vital. And now by this we mean that, that someone needs to have an absolute level of trust with the person sitting next to them, the person sitting around the corner from them, the person sitting in another location, in another building, in another city, in another country. They need to have a level of respect that that person is doing the right work and that, that person is doing everything that they need. Unfortunately, again, that respect is frequently not found in these businesses. There are all sorts of reasons why people would would not respect their colleagues. They could be that they feel that they are better educated, they feel that they are more intellectually capable, they feel they have a moral right or whatever to be superior to their other colleagues. They may have have, have various um, issues around gender or ethnicity or age. There are all sorts of different reasons why why people will not show the right level of respect to their colleagues but none of those reasons are really appropriate and none of those reasons are acceptable 
you need to make sure that everybody is respected properly in the right ways in their workplace. Again, on a virtual team environment, it can be really, really hard to detect when that respect isn't there until things start to go really badly wrong. But that respect can be very difficult to, to maintain and it can be very difficult to build. But once it's there, it needs to be it needs to be nurtured and it needs to be maintained. Offices need to at least respect the professionalism of each other, even if they can't always understand or trust the work itself they need to respect that the people in the other locations are trying their absolute utmost to do work for them then of course comes the third one the the extreme other end of the spectrum and that is fear now fear is sadly something that appears a lot in businesses it appears a lot in office politics as well in businesses there is so often a culture of fear it could be a fear of failure, it could be a fear of retribution if something goes wrong, it could be a fear of disappointing your managers or disappointing your colleagues or disappointing your family. But this culture of fear is there and it's there all of the time. There's also sadly a tendency for, the again, the contractual relationship to, to build a sense of fear between a client and a subcontractor. The client fears that the subcontractor is not going to do the right work for them, so they put a contract in place that enables them to to punish that contractor. The contractor fears that they are going to be held accountable if something goes wrong, even though that thing may not be within their control. So they try by every means they can to avoid liability under the contract, but it's all something driven by fear. So that fear needs to be detected it needs to be managed and wherever possible it needs to be removed from the business relationship within an office environment as well fear can be something which appears sadly all too often there can be politics around roles and responsibilities that can be a power structure level of fear where a manager may um, may strike fear into the into the um, the mentality and the hearts of the people that work for them and those people then will do whatever they're told to do out of fear of retribution by that manager. That's a terrible, terrible way to run a business. It's a terrible way to run a department or an organisation. And it, it only works occasionally in the short term. In the short term, you can sometimes, if you need to, you can verbally beat someone into doing the work that you need. But... By the time you finish doing that, that any relationship and any chance that you have of having a, a trusting or a respectful relationship is, will have been completely destroyed. So you then need to go back to the starting point and start again with new employees. But sadly, by this point, those old employees will probably have told anybody coming in to join your business what you're like. And you will then be, be marked as someone who people just choose not to work for. So fear in, in, in that manager-managed relationship is something that really needs to be avoided wherever is humanly possible. So our recommendations for a balanced and happy workplace would be, sadly, fear is always going to be there. It can't be removed completely, but at least it needs to be minimised. It needs to be taken to the point where, where it's an absolute smallest contributor possible to the outcomes of any work. Leaving a little bit of fear in there, sadly, just needs to be accepted. But once that is accepted, 
the respect and the trust needs to be there and it needs to be solid and it needs to be built and engendered within that workplace. Workplaces need to be somewhere where the employees and the personnel can be happy. Clients need to be able to trust their personnel that they're going to do the right work for them. Equally, the personnel need and the clients and the subcontractors need to be able to trust that if they do the right work and that work is done and delivered properly, that they will be given the right amount of respect, they'll be paid on time, they'll be given the right appropriate amount of credit for the work that they've done and so forth. So we aim for trust aim for respect, minimize as much as possible any fear that appears in your organization and you will be in, sadly, in a minority in terms of the kind of a business that you are, but it's a minority that you really do want to belong to. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you have, please do check us out at our Ulfire website which is www.ulfire.com.au and of course, we'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast feed, which you can find a link to on the Old Fire website and, of course, through iTunes and every other good platform where podcasts can be found. And we look forward to speaking to you in future episodes. Thank you. Thank you.